What's up, everybody? My name is Will. Welcome back to Thoughts That Count. Play my music, man. All right, all right. Welcome back to another episode. I'm glad you're here. Today, we are going to be talking about luck. Yeah, that that mysterious, random phenomenon that maybe is not so mysterious and random after all. But we will start with a little background about me. So if you know anything about me, you know that I like to consume, you know, different forms of media, whether it be shows, you know, YouTube videos, uh, movies. Uh, And my favorite show is Rick and Morty. And um, I love Marvel movies. And both that show and that movie have um, something in common where they dabble in the existence of parallel universes. Now you might be thinking, okay, well, well, what does a parallel universe have to do with luck? We'll get there. Patience, hold your horses. We're good. We got time. Sit back, relax, grab some coffee. I'll get there. But do I actually believe in parallel universes? You know, I don't know enough about it to, you know, confirm or deny. Have I seen any existence of it? No. But uh, the existence of a parallel universe is kind of a fun thought. And I thought that I could turn it into a thought that counts. So... So if you're unfamiliar with, you know, these, these shows and, you know, parallel universes, basically what a parallel universe is, is it's um, a hypothetical reality in which you made maybe a slightly different decision or um, maybe the world was slightly different and um, there's infinite versions of every decision that you could make. There's different versions of every possibility that could have ever happened with you, right? So... Uh, in Rick and Morty, there is an infinite number of dimensions that um, Rick exists. So there's an infinite number of Ricks, every single kind of Rick. Um, but he is the smartest person in every one of those con- conceivable universes. So I thought to myself, okay, say there is a finite amount of parallel universes. I know we're getting really philosophical and sci-fi, but um, would you be rich and successful in a majority of those parallel universes. So what you may be thinking, okay, what, what contributes to being, you know, rich and successful in the majority of these parallel universes? Because obviously in this life you are as successful or as not successful as you currently are. So as I started crafting the framework of this episode, uh, I came across luck and there's actually some work by a guy named Naval. Now let me go, let me know if you guys have heard of Naval because I've never heard anybody really talk about him, but he actually has some really awesome work that I find really intriguing. Uh, so if you have ner- heard of Naval, leave a comment down below and let me know. So in this work with, you know, researching Naval, I found some of his definitions of luck. Now, in this body of work, he talks about four different kinds of luck. Now, I'm sure most of you thought, oh, well, there's just one luck. It's, am I lucky? Luck of the Irish, you know, do I have a rabbit's foot? And <laughs> do I find four-leaf clovers everywhere? <laughs> um, but there are actually four different types of luck, and we're going to go over them all in detail because some of them are actually manipulatable by you. You can influence your own luck. Now, the first type of luck is probably the one that you guys are thinking of when I talk about luck. You're thinking blind luck. You're thinking about, you know, winning the lottery or um, finding a coin outside of a grocery store, I guess. (laughs) It's the type of luck that you can't control. It's happenstance. It's random. It's chance. And this kind of luck just stumbles upon you. It doesn't uh, have anything that influences it. It's, it is what it is. You know, you guys are definitely familiar with this type of luck. Now the second type of luck comes from basically just grinding your butt off. It comes from 
stirring up a lot of energy. It comes from, you know, creating a lot of things. Uh, so say, I don't know, start a podcast and, you know, post consistently every Monday and you include topics that resonate with people and, you know, people actually really enjoy, hypothetically speaking. Uh, you start up, <laughs> you stir up all of this energy and people take notice and people want to reach out and people do stuff like that, right? So those opportunities come to you because, you, you know, you're just, you're drumming up opportunity for people to reach out and to, you know, take an interest in what you're doing. For my science nerds out there, love y'all, this would be like mixing you know, a large amount of reactants together, you have a higher probability of collisions slash reactions. You're increasing the amount of surface area with which you can bring that luck to you. So this is also how, you know, like a lot of times people will you know, take their rap career off. They're posting a bunch of music and the right person finds it. That's how, you know, Justin Bieber, for example, you know, he's making a bunch of music, Usher found him and the rest is history. He got, he got lucky because he was working and he was talented. Now, the third type of luck comes from uh, experience. It comes from, you know, being in a certain area for a long time. It comes with having success and knowing what success looks like. And you actually develop a keen eye for luck. So you, for example, will know when a lucky circumstance is upon you. Whereas somebody who doesn't have as much experience may not be as keen to that opportunity, it may not take it, may not see it, may not even know it's there, right? So um, an example, I guess, would be uh, the stock market. If you have any, if you have an experience in investing, uh, then you know that um, certain trends are indicative of certain runs, rises, plummets, recessions, yada, yada. Whereas somebody who doesn't invest consistently has no idea what to even look for, doesn't know, and is, not, is less likely to be lucky in that sense because they really don't know what to look for. So in a sense, if you're in the third category of experiencing that type of luck, you are essentially sensitive to luck or perceptive of luck. Now, the fourth kind of luck requires you to add uh, an ashwander egg to a cauldron and then add horseradish and heat. Then you add a scroll bulb to the cauldron and stir vigorously. Add a couple more steps, wave your wand and say Felix Empra, and you should have it in a liquid form. <laughs> Okay, that might be one of the dorkiest jokes I have made on this podcast, <laughs> but uh, shout out all my Harry Potter dorks out there. <laughs> the actual fourth version of luck is probably the hardest to develop, especially in this day and age when everyone has access to the internet and there's so many people who are able to start businesses and, you know, there's e-commerce and, and outside of corporations, the kind of brand recognition is definitely smaller because of the vast variety of competition. Starting a business is easier than ever now. Now, maintaining that business is a different story. That's a different topic. But let me explain what I mean. The fourth version of luck comes from building your character and establishing a reputation around what you do. You develop a unique brand and then people will seek you out because of who you are and what your name is. This causes luck to find you because you are so skilled at what you do. Here's an example from Naval's work. Let's say you're the best person in the world at deep sea diving. You're known to take on deep sea dives that nobody else will even dare to attempt. And by sheer luck, somebody finds a sunken treasure ship. They're benefiting from the first version, the blind luck, right? But you being the best deep sea diver is the way that you get to share essentially in their blind luck because they'll come to you to go get that treasure. Obviously, this is an extreme example, but think about it. You know, if you're, if you're the best at what you do and you consistently deliver and deliver and deliver on what you do and people want to develop a reputation and a relationship with you, then by somebody else's blind luck, that blind luck becomes 
your luck. You are creating that luck for yourself. That is because nobody else can, can nobody else can provide what you provide. And if they can, they can't provide it the way that you do. So to summarize, the first version of luck is blind luck. The second version of luck is by working your butt off and grinding and, you know, stirring up enough activity that you stumble upon luck, luck finds you. Number three is to be keen to luck, to have enough experience in your field, experience in the things that you do that you can see lucky, uh, lucky circumstances when they show themselves. And number four is to develop your character and to build a brand around yourself that draws luck to you. And in that way, in that fourth way, my favorite way, luck becomes your destiny. And you see this in the real world where winners win. We've talked about winners winning consistently. And you see that once you kind of start to foster a culture of success around yourself, it seems like the success just keeps coming. Now, obviously there's hurdles and yada, yada, but you find that the people who are successful continue to be successful. And it is because of you know, probably a combination of these um, different versions of luck. But I think predominantly, especially in like business, the fourth version is going to be your best friend because you're able to build a reputation around yourself. And we actually talked about this um, unintentionally, uh, I think a couple weeks ago. It was actually your weekly takeaway and it was your thoughts become your words, your words become your actions, your actions become your habits, your habits become your character and your character becomes your destiny. When you can turn luck into your destiny, it becomes a part of who you are as a lucky person. But you find that, you know, essentially then luck is not actually luck. It's careful and meticulous and precise planning. And I think anybody that can turn luck into their destiny is going to be a blessed person. That's going to be a very successful person and it's going to be a happy person. And as far as the fourth version of luck goes, keep in mind that your reputation precedes you, right? So what that mean by that is that you have to protect your reputation at all costs because say that deep sea diver um, messes with the wrong people and those people start saying, you know what, he's actually not that good of a diver and he's probably going to take your profits and he's going to charge you unfairly. Even though that's out of your control, that is somebody influencing your reputation and therefore your luck. And that's why, you know, in the past we've talked about being careful about the people you allow in your life. Be careful about how you protect that reputation. And on the opposite end of that, say that you know, you're around the right people or you have done enough great work that, you know, people know you as the best. As soon as you enter that room, they're going to know that you're the best at what you do. And you're going to command attention in that room too, because they know that, Hey, that person goes out there and they do their thing, but know that the people that you hang out with adds to your reputation. And that can be a hindrance on your future, which is why I say you got to be careful with the things that you do, the people that you do it with, because if you're doing something that's fundamentally wrong, if you're doing it with people that you know you're not supposed to be doing it with, you're doing things that are you know unethical, fundamentally wrong against your values, yada, yada, that kind of stuff does come at a cost. And for me, that cost is not one that I'm willing to pay. I'm not willing to pay the price for doing things that are against my values. Even if you don't get caught doing something wrong, you're going to slowly um, change the way that you see yourself. Your self-esteem is going to change. And if you become the person that either allows yourself to continue to do things that are wrong, you're either going to think less of yourself because you know they're wrong, or you're going to be the type of person that allows yourself to compromise their values to do things wrong for whatever reason. 
And both of those are recipes for lower self-esteem, lower self-love, which we've talked about in previous episodes as well. And that's one of the worst things I think that you can do is not have that kind of self-love for yourself or not have that at least respect for yourself to get the things that you deserve. So, you know, acting in a way that is unbecoming of yourself does have a toll. And it's just a reminder to, you know, continue to do the right thing, do the things that you know are correct and virtuous and in line with your values. And you won't have those kind of issues with, you know, paying the price that, you know, is not worth paying. But anyway, we're getting off topic. You're probably wondering how this all ties back to parallel universes and, you know, infinite versions of yourself, whatever. And the reason is this. So Rick is the smartest in every single universe, right? And this is because Rick creates his own luck. He doesn't wait for luck to come to him. Because if you do that most of the time, if you wait for luck to come to you, the first version blind luck come to you, if you, wait, if you wait for the first version, you know, blind luck to come to you, you're probably going to be waiting a long time and it's probably not going to show up. But once you understand the secret to finding and creating your own luck, you change success from being a lucky outcome to being one that is your actual destiny. But that is going to take us to the weekly takeaway. This week's weekly takeaway is actually not an action. Yeah, it's not an actionable step. It's actually a phrase that I saw this week that really resonated with me and I wanted to share it with you guys. And it is this, the closer you want to get to me, the greater your values have to be. Did you catch that? The closer you want to get to me, the better your values have to be. And I think if more of you are able to implement this mindset, you'll find that the quality of people that are close to you will increase. I've implemented, I've implemented this in my life. And, um, even before I heard the quote, you know, I implemented this. And I found that the people that I have around me are awesome people. They're trustworthy people. They're successful people. And they're, they're lovely. They're, they're, you know, some of my best friends. And it's because they hold themselves to a high level of integrity. They're, they're honest, they're trustworthy, and, um, they have really, really strong values that they believe in. So I, I know I said this wasn't an actionable step, but if you guys are able to keep the people around you, people of high value and stop making excuses for the people that don't treat you right. I think the happier that happier that you'll be and you'll find that the quality person that's around you is higher. So get out there and create some luck this week. But that's going to do it for this episode. I appreciate you sticking all the way through. I appreciate you. I hope you found something that you can add to your life or to the life of somebody around you. Please share this episode so somebody else can hear it and enjoy as well. You know we're building here. It's a community. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> So follow, subscribe, do all that great stuff. We're making it great. I thank you. I appreciate you. This has been one with thoughts that count. <laughs> I'll see you next time. Hey, if you liked that episode, you should check out this one over here. It's awesome. I put a lot of effort into it. It's a great episode. I promise that it'll improve your life. I'll see you there. Okay. Love you. That's a wrap.